today's Q&A is about cheese. Um, it's from a person who says, I eat Chavstam, and since I know that cheese, you just make it out of milk, so then is it right that I could just eat any cheese, even without Hechshub, because it's just made out of milk, and I eat Chavstam? And the answer is not so fast. You know, <clears throat> milk doesn't <clears throat> just turn into cheese all by itself. The way milk turns into cheese is using something called rennet. Uh, that's for most cheeses, like uh, mozzarella cheese, American cheese, cheddar cheese. You know, there are other kinds of cheeses. They're called soft cheeses, like cottage cheese, where that isn't what goes on. But that's not today's discussion. Today we're talking about regular, what we call hard cheeses. And the traditional way to get that um, rennet is from the fourth stomach of a cow. It's called the cava. Um, and, of course, on, on the surface, that sounds horrible because something from a cow... In milk, sounds like basa b'chalav, a problem of milk and meat, but it happens to be, there are ways to do that that it would not cause a problem basa b'chalav. But Chazal had a different concern. They were not, that wasn't their concern that you'd use um, keva from a kosher animal that had shechita. They were concerned that you'd use keva from a nevela, from an animal that did not have shechita. Uh, and therefore they made a xeri called gvinas akum, which is that you cannot eat um, cheese made by someone who's not Jewish because they, of a concern they might have used a kavis nevela to, to turn the milk into cheese. Now, that is, this Israel Gvinus Akum is stricter than Chal Akum. So even if people who eat Chal Stam, who they say, we know that they're only using that cow's milk, and therefore they, they're of the opinion that you're allowed to eat Chal Stam, but Gvinus Akum does not work like that. And even if you know that the company makes it without Kavis Nevela, without using the Kava, uh, the rennet from a non-kosher animal, you're still not allowed to eat it. And you have to, eat, you have, to have cheese that's Chal Vishal. I'm sorry, you have to have cheese that's Gvinus Yisrael. So it's possible that cheese could be not Chol Yisrael, but it could be Gvinus Yisrael. But everyone holds you have to have cheese that's Gvinus Yisrael. Okay, what does it take to make cheese into Gvinus Yisrael? So the Ramah says, a Yid has to be present when they're making the cheese to make sure that they don't use Kavis Nevela. He has to keep an eye on it and watch it and make sure that they don't use Kavis Nevela. And the Shach, the Shach argues, and he says that's not, in, that's not what makes it into Gvinus Yisrael. You have to have one of two things. Either the Jewish person, a Jewish person has to be the owner of the milk, of the cheese, of the rennet, different things. He has to own something. He is the, it should be Gvina that belongs to Israel. That's one possibility. Or he has to be part of the making of the cheese by throwing the rennet into the vat. Okay, so that's what the Shach holds. Most Poiskim uh, accept the opinion of the Ramah, and therefore uh, there are some uh, cheeses that are made, not Chol or Chol of Stam cheeses, that are made Gvina Israel just by having a mashkiach present. They just keep an eye on what's going on, and that makes it to be Gvinus Yisrael as, as per the sheet of the Ramah. But other brands of Chal Stam, and all Chal Yisrael, uh, at least in the United States, all brands of Chal Yisrael and some brands of Chal Stam do satisfy the Shach and the Ramah, which is to say is a mashkiach is there when the cheese is being made, which is, that's for the Ramah, to make sure that they don't use Gvinus Kavis Nadeo, and the Mashkiach also puts the rennet in so that, according to the Shach, we have also been Yotze um, to make it into Gminis Yisrael.